Hi guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we talk about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, I am going to be going over part two of our risk management series. You may have seen, or I should say, listened to the first one in our very first season together, one of the first episodes I think that I did, maybe top 15. There's been so many now that it's even hard to go over. But I thought that I should definitely bring out a part two here because a lot has transpired in that time. I've mentored so many more people um, to become fundamental, fundamental, funded traders that I thought, hey, I should definitely do an update to this one because I've seen a lot more good things happen and a lot of mistakes. And I've seen that a lot of these traders that I have passed have used different methods and different variations to overcome weaknesses in their risk management game, as well as linking in to the whole psychological uh, aspects to passing, you know, funded challenges as well. Now that might sound a little bit, um, how shall I put this? A wishy-washy, a bit hard to understand, but trust me, by the end of this episode, you will be um, having a far greater appreciation of risk management and what you need to be doing behind the scenes in order to become this really solid trader. So, first things first, I have implemented a rule for basically all of anyone that I teach, all of my traders, is that unless it hits my take profit, or unless it hits my stop loss, nothing has happened within the trade. Because that is true, right? Whether it's four pips away from your stop loss or four pips away from your take profit, has anything actually happened? Yes, you're in drawdown, or yes, you're in profits, but nothing's happened. If it doesn't hit your one to two, and it goes down and it hits your stop loss, yes, it is a loss, but it's also a win for you in the sense that you've st- like stuck to your guns. If you know that your risk management um, strategy says that you have to aim for a one to two to make your strategy viable, to make it profitable, and you don't go for anything less than that, then that is amazing for you. Even if it goes back and hits its stop loss, because what do I always say to you guys? If you've backtested, you will know your win rate. If you've backtested, you will know what risk to reward you can go for. So if you've backtested and you know that your win rate is whatever, let's say 50%, and you need a one to two minimum risk to reward ratio of, um, as I said, one to two to make it a viable strategy, then you must stick with that. A lot of people fall into the trap of break-evens. A lot of people will let it go to a one-to-one, hit break-even straight away. But I also see a lot of these people struggling to make any meaningful gains. Because maybe when they were backtesting, they weren't moving it to break-even. If you've done it in backtesting, you say, hey, this actually works. If I move it to break-even, I can still, on the whole, make a lot of money. I would be saying this, take out that break-even strategy. 
take it out and just only have your take profits and only have your stop losses. I've been trading now and been working with a guy who has one, he trades with 1.5 million US dollars for a hedge fund. And uh, we had a chat and I say, oh, no, I don't. I don't take out partials. I don't move my stop loss unless, of course, my first take profit is hit. Then I'll move my stop loss into um, profits because I dual trade, right? And he goes, really, you, you don't go to break even. You don't do this. You don't do that. I said, no, I, I don't because in quite a few cases, it will go really close to my stop loss and then shoot up. If I move my stop loss to break even, I have then turned a winning trade into basically a loser. Because what are you gaining for break even? Nothing. You've used up margin, which means that you might not have been able to get into another trade, which could have been profitable. It may have not been profitable at the same time, but the chance for it to be profitable is there. And all you're doing is literally just covering yourself, covering yourself. So the next time that it goes straight down, well, you know, where are you moving a stop loss to? You're still taking losses no matter which way you cut that. So what I've said to all of my students is don't do it. We had a USD JPY pair. I think even a CAD JPY or an NZD CAD. I can't remember. It was definitely a USD JPY and another pair just the other week. And it went centimeters close to our stop, uh, our stop loss. There was five of us in the trade. Now, this was because we were on different platforms. Some use 8CAT brokers. Some use, um, uh, you know... Uh, the fivers, brokers, and stuff like that. So it's a little bit different. Those of us that were on my server, we came within two or three pips. Now, there was three people on the servers that I used, the brokers, I should say. One of them hopped out. One of them didn't. That trade then turned around and went up for 3%. I dual trade. I target a 1 to 2 and a 1 to 3. We made 5% off that. Whereas the other person didn't because... They moved their stop loss when it got... Because it came within 15 pips of hitting our, our first take profit, the one to two. Put it to break even, then it came all the way down. And then it came all the way up. And I was looking, and I just said to her, why? You need 7% to pass. Me and this other trader are now up 5%. We only need 2%. Of course, what happens on the next trade? We lost. We lost that trade. Now she is down 2%, but me and the other trader are up 3 For those that were in the other brokers, unfortunately, there was uh, it did hit the stop loss. There was nothing that they could do there, just in case you're wondering about that. That's the whole thing. The market will do what the market wants to do. And basically, you're cutting its legs off. You're saying, of your trade. You're saying, if it just gets here, then that's it. I'm not going to, I don't want to risk it. I'm not comfortable with risk is what I am hearing from you there. Now, I'm sure there is a lot of traders that this actually works really well. Again, if you've gone and backtested it and you can show me the data, awesome. But I know with a break-even strategy and without a break-even strategy, for my for the strategy that I use, in terms of like risk management here, going break even or not, there's no comparison. And to be fair, every single student that I've had, a lot of them have been risk management or I, I use break even quite a lot. Now they're not like that at all. 
they sit in those trades forever. And they're comfortable, even when it does get within three to two pips, because I drill into them every single day. Literally like I'm I'm an army instructor here, drill sergeant, just going over it, going... If it doesn't hit take profit, we're not hopping out. If it doesn't hit our stop loss, we're not hopping out. One of two things is going to happen. We're going to win or we're going to lose. But I know what our win rate is. It's locked in. As long as we do this, we have our win rate locked in. And that is risk management, guys. You need to go and figure out, is this break-even strategy probably suffocating me? Am I actually comfortable with risk? Because based on the amount of people that I've taught, spoken to, etc., I would place a hefty sum that you are either A, not comfortable with risk, B, you are suffocating your strategy, as I said, or C, both, which is the most likely thing that I have seen. Most likely thing that I have seen here. So... Those are the things that we need to get down. The problems that I have with people is not my actual strategy. Most people come back to me in one or two days and say, oh, this is amazing. Like, this is exactly what I need. They won't be profitable until weeks, maybe even months later, once we've hammered out this risk management, once we've hammered out their psychology. Those are the things that are going to get you. So in this part two, what am I saying summed up? I am saying... Your break-even strategy, which ties into risk management, ties directly in because you're trying to minimize your risk by doing that, right? Is, for the most part, unless, of course, again, you can show me the data, which I'm sure there's some traders sitting there that actually can, in which case this is not for you. Um, But I guarantee you most of you are not like that. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. The traders that really excel with my course, they're just chucking in trades all the time, hopping in and out of them. But the only reason they're hopping in and out of them is because the market is actually doing stuff for them. As I said, this trader that does $1.5 million for a hedge fund, that's what he's doing now. He's swapped it around. I, don't, I never see him in the signals group that we run together. I don't see him going... Oh, you know, move stop loss now. It's only when take profits have been hit, first goals, that's when you want to lock in and move that stop loss. That is when you want to encourage this break-even strategy to be pushed further. Now it's not even break-even. Now it's locking in a percentage. If you're locking in anything under than a percent, just cancel it. Literally just let it hit your stop loss. It'll be better spent you using the experiences with all those losses, then locking in like 0.30%. I never do that. There's there's no point. I know my strategy needs a 1 to 2 to be viable. What's the point of hitting a 0.30? So I I lose the next one. I'm just 0.30 better. Doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. So what I'm saying is, Cut out that break-even strategy for those that are using it. Don't do it. I know there's a lot of you out there. I know there is. And if you're thinking about it, you're a beginner, don't do it. Secondly, if you are dual trading, which I hope most of you guys are, I'm a big proponent of it. I don't like single trades. Um, You should have multiple TPs, and we can talk about that in a different one. But for example, when I go for a one to two and I go for a one to three, when that one to two is hit, Move my stop loss to the 
Now I'm guaranteed 3%. Now I don't have to look at the trade. I'm free. I'm awesome. Doesn't matter if it goes down. Doesn't matter if it goes up. I'm, I'm making bank anyway. So it's in there. That's the difference between a break-even trader and one that uses the stop loss to lock in profits. That's proper risk management. I am sitting with my risk. I am comfortable with it. I understand that I can lose. I understand that I can win. But I am not breaking even. I'm not doing that. I know that with my risk management strategy, I need a one to two. I know because I've backtested that one to twos, they can turn around on me. So I will lock in that 1%. More often than not, if it turns around to my one to two, it's going to hit my stop loss. Because I have all that data. I've done it. I'm not going to put it at break even. Because I know when I go back, I can, I can test it. And even other traders, when I've been looking at different strategies and they've come to me, I always suggest that. I say, hey, lock yourself in. Lock yourself in for profits when you've hit your one to two. There are traders out there that you know are going for swing trades. They're going for one to fours, one to fives, one to sixes. And I say, lock in profits. Lock them in. Lock them in. If it goes back to this area, you're probably going to get uh, another re-entry anyway. If not, you're locked in. So that is my risk management part two. I know we've only focused on one specific thing. I've gone into super detail here, maybe even rambled on a little bit. But it is something that has, and I can say this hand on heart, really changed traders' lives. And I mean that. I seriously mean that. I know you are just hearing a guy from Australia talk behind a screen. Um, but if I could get them on here, unfortunately they're all in, in America and well, actually one is in Australia. Um, if I could get them on here, and maybe I will do that for another one. Get all my students on here and actually ask a bunch of questions. That could be really sick. Um, great idea, Alex. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But they would say, yeah. That's changed it around. I know because I've watched them. I know because I've watched them pass Fives Challenges. I know because I've watched them pass the Funded Trader, FTMO. I've seen it. I've got their emails. And I've managed to share in those moments. And when I look at their records, it's all it is, is the same wins and the same losses. I do not see any break-evens. And it is fantastic. And you literally see that the win percentage that I told them existed is locked in. And they've got it. They've got it down pat. And it's perfectly executed every single time. They are fantastic traders. They do not need my help anymore. Even though we're still in touch and I absolutely love that. That's what I want you guys to hit. It is possible. And just making this one Tiny change can really make a difference. Of course, you need a profitable strategy. Of course, you need the data. Therefore, you must back test. You must forward test. All right? You still need to do that. You can't shy away from it. But really go into that. Don't be messing around. It is a massive rookie mistake. Big rookie mistake. Again, unless, of course, you have the data to show me and say, yeah, this actually works and... Uh, Here's what happens if I don't go on the break even. It's actually way worse. I go, okay, cool. Even if it was, uh, you know, break even, there was no difference between the two. I would say, hey, don't do that because this strategy 
of not hitting to break even, you're gonna be so much more comfortable losses. So when you do get that better strategy or you perfect this or something else happens, you're gonna be a better trader. To those of you, and there are quite a few now that I still know listen to this and are actually students at this time, um, thank you for contacting me and having the faith in me to actually uh, help you through this. I know uh, my Manchester friend, you will be uh, going through a funded challenge in May, so everyone get excited for him. Um, we've also got an American friend. He's just started with me right now, and you will be taking the challenge in hopefully a month. And to those of you that have already passed and come through this way, gotten my strategy, I know you still listen to it. We don't talk anymore because you've done it. Uh, well done. Congratulations again. I know we've already spoken about it, but I couldn't be prouder of this community here at Road to Forex, this podcast. We are small, we are growing, but so powerful. And for those who've changed or even done better or will never message me, but take these on and it helps you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this. I really do appreciate it. Um, For those of you that want to join our more tight-knit community, be mentored actually start this um, or you've been in the game three years and you're not profitable, this is a call out to all of you. I am here to help. I always will be. Email me at roadtoforex at gmail.com. Obviously, your contributions are what allows me to continue this kind of lifestyle. And for those of you who wanted an update on the indicator, um, every time I talk about it, actually, it excites me so much. actually makes me quite emotional it it's the best thing i've ever done um in terms of forex and actually in terms of a lot of things in my life it is amazing i wish i could send you the emails and stuff already that i'm receiving from people just going this is insane um yeah once i get these initial tests done and these reviews through i am going to be if anything quintupling the price that it currently is so if you again want to get in and i don't care this is a shameless plug email me at roadtoforex at gmail.com. All right, guys, that is it for me. I hope you've had a wonderful time listening to this. I hope that a lot of what I've said uh, has changed your trading, has shown you that it can be done, showing that other people can do it and have done it, and that you will be a Forex trader, and this is just the start to your road to being a funded trader. Stay safe, guys, and I'll see you in the next one.